0: Your favorite Lagos Talks podcasts are now available on all online podcast platforms. Simply search for Lagos Talks 913 on your preferred podcast platform. Lagos Talks 91.3.
1: Join the conversation.
2: We say thank you for staying with us right here at Lagos Talks 91.3 FM. And uh, this is uh, the early edition, which goes on from 6 a.m. to 11 a.m. every single day. Of the week, Mondays through to Fridays, that is. My name is Kaide and right now we're getting into a conversation. We want to know the state of the nation. But right now, we are looking at the plight of Nigerian workers. What are Nigerian workers going through? What is the true, uh, you know, state of affairs in Nigeria? For some days now, we've been hearing uh, this news filtering in that, that uh, Nigerian, um, you know, workers are not being paid, that... Uh, a lot of the workers have not been paid. That is, federal government workers have not been paid their January salary. We also heard last year, definitely, when the government started the implementation of the wage award, which was laudable. Nigerians were excited about it. But we heard it only came once. Until now, nothing has been done. We've heard government say uh, it has directed the distribution of foodstuff for December. And a lot of this, uh, this uh, members of parliament and senators said they never got this distribution. No rice was given to them. So, for the average Nigerian worker who wakes up every morning, how does he or she get to work? What really are these Nigerian workers going through? To have this conversation with us this morning, we have the president of the Senior Staff Association of Statutory Corporations and Government-Owned Companies. And he's also the deputy president, the second deputy president of the Trade Union Congress of Nigeria. He is Mr. Kayode Surajudin. Alakidia joining us virtually this morning. Good morning to you, sir.
1: Good morning, Mr. Thank great to you,
2: great ha- you for having me. Great, great, great to have and you. On good
1: morning, show.
2: Nigerians. Mm. Thank you for joining us as well. And uh, you heard the introduction, Nigerian workers, uh, you that work with government, the civil servants, trying to make sure that everything functions well in Nigeria. It appears that. We're hearing so many things about your salary for January. We're hearing so many things about your um, the, the wage award. Generally, remuneration with you, how has that been? Let's start with this January. Have your salaries been paid?
1: Thank you very, thank you very much. Um, in respect of a January salary, for those agencies that are being paid, uh, under the IPPIs, it's unfortunate that a good percentage has not been paid as a date. Very few uh, agencies have been paid, and uh, from our own investigation, the only reason given unofficially is the fact that uh, the platform for which the money is being paid, the gift me, is uh, currently having some technical issues. And I don't think Nigerian workers should be the one to bear the brunt. Um, having said that, it's also unfortunate that the wage award, which uh, so much noise has been made about, as a date only two months have been be- have been paid. So we really can't say this is uh, what, what what is happening. Nigerian workers are facing a lot of hardship, and the situation today is uh, is, is a terrible one. Unfortunately. More than seventy percent of the federal government workers have not been paid, and that's the situation.
2: Mm. All right. Now, the 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 gift makes that uh, the IPPIS as Integrated Payroll and Personnel Information Service uh, System. Now, this this uh, structures so or infrastructure is being managed by civil servants or third party. Well. Um,
1: is, is is from from my own understanding is ma- is managed by civil servants that are trained, but the consultants are the background.
2: Okay, so now being workers of government, have you spoken to your members who might have direct access to uh, this uh, this system of payment, and are they corroborating what the government is saying, or are they telling you that that is not the reality on the ground?
1: Well, you know, when you are in a sensitive position, a lot of them are not really ready to give uh, some of the sensitive information. But the general belief is that it's just a technical uh, problem. And that's what some of our members are also saying. But we are looking far beyond that.
2: Mm. So if you're looking beyond that, what do you suspect is happening?
1: Well, we all know the situation of the economy as at date. And um, we are thinking it could be as a result of uh, what is happening in the economy. Maybe that's why uh, workers have not been paid. But for now, the uh, information in the public domain is the uh, technical issues with Give Me.
2: And and when you say what is happening with the economy, what really are you talking about? Lack of funds or mismanagement? What really is that thing that you believe is affecting your payments?
1: Well, um, I wouldn't want to say mismanagement. But I would rather say lack of fun. We all know that the situation in the economy today is where government is looking at everywhere to see where they can get money. We know the recent policy where it says uh, some revenue generating agencies that they are going to start deducting 50% from source, even without taking into consideration the act that established uh, some of these uh, establishments. They've even posted post no debit on the accounts of uh, some of these agencies without mm. taking taking cognizance of the, the the mandate and the responsibilities of these agencies so to us all this is a sign that uh, something is actually wrong in terms of availability of funds
2: so so it means that you you feel that government is looking for money everywhere but there is not enough money in circulation for them to make to pay your uh monthly salary
1: o- ob- ob- obviously that is our own thinking, but what the, on the government side? What the, the excuses, is technical issues, would you give me?
2: Mm. All right, but I mean that that is uh, that could be a bit worrying because recently we've heard recoveries of 30 billion here, billions of naira being recovered. I mean, almost 100 billion, if I'm not mistaken, has been recovered in the month of January, and the size the. At the federal level, you have about seven hundred and twenty thousand workers. Am I correct? Yeah. Okay, great. And do you, do you have an idea of the the size, the salary, the amount that is needed to pay these workers?
1: Well, I cannot say precisely what the total amount is, but I know I, uh, what I can say is the money that is being recovered, which we always hear on the, uh, on the news. Yes. It has always been there. Even the government, the successive government before now, will tell you they've recovered social so amount, but to what extent that money has been put into use, is what we cannot really say. But we've seen some bold steps being taken recently, saying this has been recovered, that has been recovered, but we are yet to see that translate into improvement in the life of Nigerian
3: citizens.
2: Mm. All right. Now that is as it concerns the January salary. Now the yeah. wage award. I believe October was paid, November was paid. You said two months, right? Yes. So December, January have not been paid, and it's meant to be paid for six months, if I'm correct. How is well, government uh, on this at all? Have you, have you engaged government on uh, trying to understand why your wage award with government has not been paid?
1: Yeah, we, we've, we've made contact, and we are, we've had promises that it will be paid, you know when uh, when that wage award was uh, when w- w- when the agreement was reached with government um, they have to make a supplementary budget to make sure that that money is made available but what we have been assured is that it will be paid and we expect that
2: hmm. but now with all what has happened between you yourself and government right now um do you believe uh do you have trust that the government will you know, is concerned about the plight of the average Nigerian worker.
1: To a large extent, I want to say uh, the government is committed, but we all know the situation of the economy. But as labour, we will not relent. We'll keep asking for what uh, it's our right and what ne- needed to be done has to be done. So for us, we have not lost hope. We have not lost confidence in government, but we are saying. Time is of excess. We all know what the situation of the country is. Uh, as of today, the minimum wage with the exchange rate is about $20. If you look at it, if you convert it to dollars, it's about $20. Mm. We have all had uh, the, uh, the food prices, the way it has skyrocketed, uh, a bag of rice for 70,000 naira, meaning even at the minimum wage, your two-month two minimum wage cannot even buy a bag of rice. So in a situation like that, it's difficult to actually to have absolute trust, but at the same time, we we'll still have to give the government benefit of doubt uh, since they have made promises. We're waiting patiently to make sure it's done.
2: All right. Now y- you you spoke about the fact that government says it's technical glitch. How much longer, has government told you, you have to wait?
1: Well, we are we are looking at between now and next week.
2: Okay. And if by next week is still you're still not getting your salary what are you looking at What will well, be the next step We'll
1: now, we now have to make consultation and take a decisive action
2: hmm. Okay now you said some people have been have been paid some others have not been paid few the agencies few agencies now these agencies that have been paid uh, whether those that were migrated earlier what is the how what what separates those that have been paid from those that have not been paid the agencies that is
1: well I don't know the parameter for which they they, they were paid but um, for all I know I know each agencies have their budget and their personnel cost is also in their budget so I don't know the parameter but I know or uh, it could also be maybe uh, maybe the give me responded to some that I uploaded and did not respond to I do I'm not privy to that information. Mm. But the only thing I know is that few agencies were paid and they were just paid last Saturday.
2: Just oh. last
1: this last weekend.
2: Oh just last this uh just in this February weekend, here. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. But normally your salary comes by the twenty eighth or twenty fifth? Yes. Mm. All right. Now with what is uh, going on now, do you believe is In your view, uh, because you, when we talk of government, in a way, the the civil servants are part of it because you work with government to achieve whatever it is they want to achieve. And uh, so at times when government fails or succeeds, civil servants take the blame or, you know, whatever it is that comes with with, uh, the, the success rate or the result. In your view, is the government doing enough to raise funds and transform the economy of Nigeria?
3: Well...
1: Obviously, I, I I cannot say they are doing enough. Well, I know they are doing what they feel they should do, but at the same time, we can only say they are doing enough when we begin to see this to translate when it begins to translate into positive transformation of the economy. You see, uh, from what I have learned in physics, they say work is done. Work is a effort plus load.
0: Mm.
1: Uh, if you may be making effort. If the load is not carried, then you have not done any work. So it is when we begin to see the transformation of the economy. That's when we believe that government has taken some positive steps. And that's the only way. The indices in the economy right now shows that nothing has changed, that the economy is even going worse.
2: Mm. Now, you know what happens on the background in Nigeria. You know the, the, the challenges that Nigeria is confronted with. Beyond not seeing results, Is the government addressing the challenges rightly? Or what are the things that the government should be doing to transform this country? From the point of view of the the machinery behind government, which is the civil servants. Can you hear me? Hello, Mr. uh, Lakija. Can you hear me? Hello, Mr. Lakija. All right, we'll try to get him back. And uh, just to get an understanding of what... uh, the government is doing uh, to see if, uh, in his view, because they work with government, they make government relevant. Is the government doing enough to even, um, you know, to transform this nation? That is a question we'd like to ask him, and we hope to get some answers. Let's see if, as Nigerians, uh, Nigeria is moving forward in any way. So I believe we have him back online. Mr. Lakija, are you there with us? I'm with you. Okay, great. So I, I, I was asking a question before the, the line disconnected there, and the question was simply, you are the machinery that work with government, that is the civil servant. Whatever the policies are, uh, you even work with drafting policies and implementation at some times. You know you've seen Nigeria rise, you've seen Nigeria fall. You I'm sure within yourself you discuss the failures of ministers and uh, the political, uh, uh, um, you know, leaders in government. With what the, the government is doing, or has been doing since May 2023, from the point of view of an interested party, that is civil servants, are we taking the right steps? Or what are those things you believe we should be doing right now, based on what you've seen over the years, that can help us in transforming our economy? Well,
1: let me... Let me this. Uh, right now, I cannot say the government is really doing what ought to be done. Hmm. Government are taking two major... This government has taken two major de- decisions that is really affecting the economy of Nigeria. The first is the removal of the fuel subsidy. And coupled with that is the, uh, is the fact that uh, they decide to just liberalise uh, uh, the, uh, for the foreign well, market. Yeah. And this two are really taking a toll on the Nigerian economy. For one, when the first uh, decision was taken, the implication of that is that government has shifted the responsibility to the masses. We now pay more, and it means it has also reduced our disposable income. And devaluing Naira, because whatever you call it, if you say liberalization or whatever, to us, Naira has been devalued. The devaluing the Naira at the same time, now ensure that we now have less money at our disposal to even spend. And that alone is really killing Nigeria. So I don't know. government. What government is trying to do now is now there the, they're now trying to react to the effect of these two policies and see how they can bring things back on track. I think rather than doing that, they should have considered what the implication of these two policies will be. Before going, deciding uh, before deciding to do at the same uh, to do the two at the same time, fine. what a agree subsidies should go. A uh, decision has been taken, but allowing uh, market forces to determine the prices of uh, naira, uh, the, the dollar at this at this uh, critical time, actually only worsening the economy. and it needs to be done on that.
2: Mm. And in your view, looking at where we are right now, what can be done to transform the economy?
1: In in my, in in my in my own uh, view, I think uh, the the, uh, the most important thing now is the fact that we need to shift from the uh, you know uh, uh, our economy is uh, consumption uh, dependent. Mm. We actually produce. A lot of companies have left Nigeria, and uh, if naira tips fall, if we are not able to do anything about the value of naira, there's no way we can we can attract investors. To this economy, we need to attract investors. We need to create more jobs. We need to make this economy to be production dependent rather than a, a, a consuming, a consumption economy. So, not until that is done. But uh, the the, the, the short term gap that government is taking now has not uh, it has not started working because uh, recently I listened to the governor of the central bank saying they are going to pay two billion dollars or whatever, and they are injecting money. Be that as, as it may, it has still not improved the value of Thailand. But the major thing is, we really need to change our tradition. Government needs to, uh, to, to encourage investors. Then there should be more jobs. Then all the all the bound companies, especially the textile industry, not stops stop government from investing in it or make, calling a stakeholder's meeting. That's, that's a sector that can provide millions of jobs for Nigeria. Let us see what is wrong with some of these sectors, and how do we bring bring them back to life? And at this time, I think government should bring back the price control board of the olden days. In the olden days, we used to have price control board. Fine, things are not really going well. Now, even as Nigerians, as Nigerians, we have our own problems. Mm-hmm. Every everything now is every prices is skyrocketing. Even the person selling I would, would tell you, it is dollars. I think it's high like time we also bring back the price uh, the price regulatory board, so that uh, so that prices of some of these consumable goods can also be regulated, because everybody just believe if when you leave everything to the forces of market uh, demand and supply, you know in Nigeria any price that goes up, and they come down, mm. and people fix these prices arbitrarily, and I think all this should be looked into.
2: All right, and and you, be, you believe that will bring some respite to. Uh, to Nigerians. But while we do that, let me ask you this final question before I let you go. When we talk about the salary of an average Nigerian, an average Nigerian has nothing to do with dollars. I mean, in terms of spending dollars, an average Nigerian, uh, we don't buy a lot of this very, uh, should I say, luxury items. But yet, when we talk about uh, Naira, you said it even this morning, that current exchange is just about $20. Why should that be a concern to us?
1: It should be a concern because we are talking of uh, benchmarking our minimum wage and looking at international best practices. We are not even looking at uh, 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 countries outside Africa. Let's even talk of countries within within, uh, within Africa. If you go to this, uh, let me let me use South Africa as an example. Their minimum wage is over, is over $200 in a month if you convert it from grants to dollars. But what we are trying to say, we know we don't spend dollars, but in an economy where the exchange rate has eroded whatever we are whatever Nigeria worker is collecting and it's also affecting the prices of food and in a situation like that we cannot but look at it and benchmark it with what is happening globally and if you look at it 30 thousand minimum wage a day cannot even is not it's even unfortunate that some some states are not even paying it mm. and the 30 thousand cannot even bring food. To anybody's table, with the current realities, so and in in a situation like that, and then with uh, with with, uh, the Naira value continue continue going down, I think we need to look at it and benchmark it with what is happening in other countries. We know we don't, it cannot be paid in dollars; it's going to be paid in Naira. But to also give us an idea of what asked for, because some of this don't forget, I said Nigeria economy is consumption dependent. Some of these things we are also buying in the market are not actually produced here. Mm. So, and if they are bring, if you, if you are importing them, it then means you spend forex to import them, and you are also going when you are now fixing prices, you want to recoup whatever you have invested, and that also determines the prices of these goods. So it's good that we look at some of these things holistically, and the labour should also be looking at getting a living wage and
2: not just minimum wage. All right. Now, and lastly, and with this, I know I'll, let, I'll need to let you go. Lastly, if you have concerns that it appears government might not be able to, might be struggling with the current, uh, uh, you know, um, salary, uh, for pay, payments of salary of staff or workers or civil servants, if you were to increase this current, uh, if you were to get an increase in minimum wage to hundreds of thousands of naira, do you think governments will be able to pay this or at the end of the day we will have a lot more unpaid uh, months, uh, y- you know, workers' salary?
1: Well, the, 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 the good thing is, uh, if you look at uh, what has been happening in the past and what is happening recently, if you look at uh, the allocation to state and whatever, is increasing on a daily basis. Hmm. We all see what they share this time around. So it's not a question of saying the money is out there. From the labour angle, we believe uh, product, uh, production of the crude has improved, and that government is also looking at other sources of revenue, and a lot of things has improved. And but the money is really coming in now, so I don't see a situation where if we agree on a particular wage, the government will not be able to pay.
2: Mm.
1: I believe government will pay.
2: Mm. And and like uh, quoting President Buhari during the last uh, during his administration, he said that well, when the the last minimum wage was being uh, discussed. He said federal government can afford to pay anything they want, any any amount that the Labour demands. But can the state governors afford it? So for example, if the, the figure that's been thrown around now, maybe two hundred thousand or four hundred thousand, federal government says, Okay, we agree we will pay it. Up till now, Labour has consistently spoken against states that are unable to pay the current price or for I mean the current minimum wage. Do you think states will, uh, you know, abide by this and pay any amount that the federal government or the the committee agrees on, or agrees to, rather?
1: Well, whatever is going on now, I believe uh, the governor's forum is also being carried along as the governors are also going to be represented in whatever discussion they're having with Labour. And to us, we also believe that it's high time that state government begin to think outside the box and begin to look inward and see how they can improve their IGR. You see, there are a lot of uh, the lot of opportunities in the various states that has not been tapped into. A situation where most state government depends on allocation from from the from the centre from the centre uh, is, 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 is 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 no longer an, uh, acceptable and is no longer is no longer trended. I think it's high time that each state begins to look at where they have comparative advantage and turn this into. A revenue generating uh, uh, avenue to improve their IGR. For for us now, I don't think uh, I don't think that is what we want to think. And want to look at the fact that every state gov- government should be able to pay. And whatever the labor is, uh, whatever labor ag- agree with government now, it should also be stated that state government should be able to pay. And labor should be ready to drive that and make sure ensure that uh, state government also fall in line.
2: All right. uh, Thank you so much, uh, Mr. uh, Kayade Alakija, Saladin Alakija, uh, for being, Surajuddin, rather, Alakija, for, uh, you know, being on our show this morning. We do appreciate the time you spent with us.
1: Thank you for having me. You're welcome.
2: All right. That's how we draw the curtain right now, getting an understanding of what's going on with the state, the wage, the salary of government workers. Uh, If they are not paid, will they be able to carry out the work they are meant to do, you know, effectively? And with joy, we wonder how they go to work every single morning, even uh, the salary is not paying, is not has not been paid. But that conversation will continue uh, with us right here where we come back from the break. We we'll put a call through, we'll open up the phone lines for you Nigerians to react and respond and be a part of that conversation. My name is Olu Uh, Keep basking in the joy of yesterday's victory. Keep hope alive. We will take a short break. We we'll definitely will be right back. Don't go anywhere.
0: When you dial star 312 hash you get access to smart data plans for everything. Like gaming or working? Airtel smart data plans is the way. How about chatting or streaming? Airtel smart data plans is the way. Dial star 312 hash or download my Airtel app to get more data with Airtel smart data plans that work for everything. Airtel a reason to imagine. Sean, going about never be eight times the value of every recharge plus 1,000 Naira sign-up bonus and double data with Airtel OvaJara when you buy and activate a new SIM. Airtel A reason to imagine When you dash star 312 hash you get access to smart data plans for everything. Like gaming? Or working? Airtel Smart Data Plans is the way! How about chatting or streaming? Airtel Smart Data Plans is the way! Dial, star 312 hash, or download my Airtel app to get more data with Airtel Smart Data Plans that work for everything! Airtel. A reason to imagine. Uh, the Nobel Prize for the goes none other than Jonathan Matthews. Junior! Junior! Wake up, you're late for school already. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Um, no. it, was just, it was just a dream. Oh.
3: Join the Fidelity Read to Lead writing and reading competition and your dreams might just come true. With the Read to Lead, books are the adventure and leadership is the destination. Contestants will write their way through a three-state competition for a chance to win two million naira cash prize, a publication deal...
0: eight times the value of every recharge plus 1,000 Naira sign-up bonus and double data with Airtel OvaJara when you buy and activate a new SEP. Airtel, a reason to imagine.
2: Welcome back to the studio, right here, Legal Talks nine one three. Let's get into that conversation. You had the interview with Kiyode Surajudeen Alakija, the president of uh, the uh, Senior Staff Association of Statutory Corporations and Government-Owned Companies, and also the deputy president, uh, the second deputy president, that is, of the Trade Union Congress. Give us, uh, you know, and uh, you know. Bringing us up to speed on what's happening with Civil how The salaries have not been paid. A few people have got their salaries paid and majority uh, some agencies are yet to get their salaries. And it is the eighth day in February. Uh, well, that is one of the things that's happening in Nigeria right now. Um, they also say the minim- the wage award has only been paid for two months. Government says there are technical glitches uh, with the gift mix. The platform through which salary is being paid. But Labor or civil servants believe it might be shortage of funds. Government might not have enough funds to pay salaries. Uh, well, those are just speculations that have been, you know, the conclusions that the labor has reached based on their analysis of what the government is doing and what is currently going on in Nigeria. What are your thoughts on this and many other events that happen? Let's see if we can sneak in one call. Or you may just decide to just speak about... Uh, Nigeria and the football match that happened yesterday 08092345913. Let's go to WhatsApp right now. And uh, it says that the king in the north uh, said it's moving the branch of CBN to Lagos will make the small children of the elite in CBN leave the bank. He said it and he, he was spot on over time. I find myself an engineer explaining fiscal and monetary policies to finance and economics graduates. As such, it highlights our problem as a nation. In fact, one thinks the 1.3 million barrels of crude we produce times, okay, multiplied by $80 uh, dollars per barrel is the amount the federal government makes daily. So why should subsidy be removed? I had to start explaining terms such as JVs and PSCs and how the energy sector works. So we need to be patient and have hope in the country. No leader wakes up and wants to punish its citizens, not even the most evil of them. All right. Uh, you didn't add your name to that. All right. Uh, well, that's a message just give me right now. You could also send in messages or simply just put a call through 08092345913. And 08 zero nine one nine one three nine one three on whatsapp zero eight zero nine two three four five nine one three for your whatsapp calls voice notes and of course messages It's better for federal government to rise up and do something now before this protest here and there will spread to every part of the country like that of NSAS. this protest may lead to something else if care is not taken it now it's now time for government of the day to be more proactive. Well, that is a message from Olusoga uh, Jai from Odonla in Ikorodu. Uh sneaking one call as we wrap this segment up. Hello caller. Good morning. My Hmm. Ogami morning to you. to Hmm. I
3: don't, know. Know. <laughs> <laughs> don't bring your protest Yes, sir. Ah, I just want to congratulate my brother, the youth. The youth that they say they are
0: nobody. Mm.
3: Mm. The youth that they don't know their father. Mm. The youth that they say they should eliminate they should kill them. They the ones that are giving us joy now, you know, and that is why when you don't see the potential in the life of what you have, you lose
2: it.
3: Aside from football, look at what is the impact of the government. Look at our local league. Ask the government of Nigeria what have they done to improve that league. Each state, look at some of the other states, yes, they say some state governors pack themselves to go
0: out.
3: To me, I look at it, they should not go there and begin to play their politics over there. They should just leave those boys, those guys, and bring glory to this country. If they cannot give us glory, the politicians of the media, if they cannot give us any glory, anything minutes, they should leave these guys to give us joy and give us glory. How do I do
2: Thank you so much for your call. I do appreciate your time with us uh, this morning. Well, that's how we wrap uh, this segment up. Uh, the sports team is getting ready to join us uh, for uh, today's exciting episode of Sports Zone. Ah! Yes, you can hear the voice. Uh, we're raising the flag already. We're waving the flag already. We'll be back after this. Don't go anywhere. This is Lagos Talks ninety-one point three FM. We're excited.